Riverdale, your number, we'll call it a number 12 Riverdale Rewatch podcast. I don't want to get arrogant with it, but uh, I am two-thirds of your host, Daniel, and I think all my problems are because of poor people, apropos of nothing, and I'm always right. And joining me is the other third, Jesse. Hi, I am the immediate consequence of making an homoerotic ISIS video and putting it on the (laughs) internet. Uh, consequences of my homoerotic ISIS video is my favorite Fallout Boy song. It's, you know, that about as long as it's Fallout Boy title. Also, if I were to make a band, homoerotic ISIS video is not a bad t- bad band name. I, uh, I'm not mad at it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, let's, uh, before we get into this episode and all the Wonderful things within. Let's do another actor spotlight. Let's uh, today talk about the other Reggie Mantle uh, on Riverdale. This is Charles Michael Melton. And Jesse, do you want to give me a guess how old this man is? Okay. So, older than 25. You are correct. Okay. Is he 29? You got it exactly. <laughs> yep, same age as me. Same, uh, it's, it's same age as me in less than five months. Oh, you're a, you're a late ninety one. All right, this one, this man's a very early ninety one. He's actually a little older than me. He's born in January of nineteen ninety one. Um, from from Alaska. Okay, I have a question for you, and please yes. tell me if this is just me not understanding things. Why do I only think white people come from Alaska, even though there's that's clearly not this that thing? That's clearly not a thing. Uh, I, I don't know, Jesse. I don't know. There's 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 native people up there, and of course yeah, people. There's, yeah, there's yeah. native people up there, but for whatever I think Alaska, I just think of a bunch of like drunk white people. I mean, in your defense, that's also like the conception of the South for a lot of people who don't live in the south and that's also not true so i mean you well, know maybe maybe i'm just super racist gets the most northern part of our country maybe who can say you know but uh he was born in Juneau, alaska to suk young and phil melton his father is white american with english ancestry and has also been described as having cherokee roots i'm sure uh hey brief aside here's here's my favorite uh, uh native american joke what do you call 64 white people in a room? Uh, an, a, a full Cherokee? Yep, uh, a full-blooded <laughs> Cherokee. Um, that's, that's a pretty good uh, joke, you know? Yeah, I love that joke. It's very funny. Um, his mother is a Korean immigrant who moved to the U.S. with his father in 1990. He is the eldest child, and his family moved frequently because his father worked for the military. Uh, Why did I know his father was in the military? Uh, Because his father's white and his mother's from Korea. Like, 
you know, I'm not saying that's always that's a bad. It's just a stereotype by this point. It's just a stereotype. It feels like. I mean, that's the largest percentage of white people in Korea are the people on the military base. That's like, it's a pretty good bet if you said, "Oh, my mom and dad moved here from Korea, and my dad is white." Like, oh, he's probably in the military. Well, well like, I, just once I wanted to be, like, you know, a person who moved there because they were, like, a Koreaboo or something like that. and was just. Why, like, why would you want that, Jesse? I don't know. Because it'd be different. It'd be different than just a white dude who was in the military. You know? I don't know. I, I have, like, three of those people in my immediate family. Yep. Uh, <laughs> that is what happens when you join the military. So, Yeah. Okay, I don't know. Maybe uh, I just associate so, with people I don't like, which is those three uncles. <laughs> so. I mean, that's fair. I generally don't trust uh, white people in the military who get stationed in places like Korea or Japan and then find a wife there. Yeah, it feels like you're... Well, actually, wait, are they original Korea boos? Yes. Okay, yes. Uh, and so... Actually, I mean... Koreaboo might be a strong word for that, because that implies some sort of preference for Korea. They're just fetishists for Asian people, yeah. which Koreaboos also are. They're just specific about it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I, I promise uh, if Mr. Melton had, mo- had been stationed in Japan, this story would have played out the same. Probably. Uh, anyway. Uh, at one time, he and his family lived in Pyeongtaek, Yong... Sorry, I do not speak Korean. Pyeongtaek, South Korea. I, uh... In the, I, I cannot pronounce the province. I'm not even going to try. Um, for about five years, and then they eventually eventually settled down in Manhattan, Kansas, where Melton graduated from Manhattan High School. <laughs> man, I just Manhattan, Kansas. Man, so you can say you're from Manhattan, and people are going to assume it's New York, and you could just never correct people if you want to be cooler. <laughs> but uh, studied at Kansas State, where he played defensive back on the football team under Coach Bill Snyder. Oh, so he's, so he's tapping into his uh, lived yes, experience. Yes, he's got some real-life experience, yes. He left school at 20 to pursue acting and moved to Los Angeles uh, in 2012. He has also previously worked as a dog walker on the app WAG. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I... I, I guess <laughs> he was uh, first successful as a model, having booked gigs for Dolce and Gabbana, Kenneth Cole and Mac. He first, his first acting role included guest spots on Glee and American Horror Story. Uh, so finally, someone who wasn't directly out of acting school and actually didn't go to acting school. Um, but then I guess he did get signed on during the second season. So not quite the same casting process as the rest of the main cast. Uh, he received mainstream attention in 2017 when he was cast as Regimental. Uh, he replaced Ross Butler, who uh, was doing 13 Reasons Why. After re- recurring during the second season, he officially became a series regular by the third season. Um, in 2019, he started his first feature as Daniel ba- uh, Bay in Sun is Also a Star, the film adaptation of the book by the same ni- name by Nicola Yoon. He is the first Asian-American actor to lead a teen romance film from a major Hollywood studio. Is that true? What? Hmm. Oh, it's uh, interracial with a black love interest. That's pretty exciting. I had not heard of this film, and I usually uh, do hear about most uh, up-and-coming Asian projects. Oh, what, what <clears> is it? <throat> what, what's the name of uh, it? The Sun is also a star in 2019. Yeah. 
Hmm. Well, I am a big fan of non-white romance stuff, so. Yeah. Um, and then we got a little bit of controversy in June of 2018. Melton was involved in a controversy over fat-shaming tweets he had written from 2011 and 2012. He has since publicly apologized. Oh, it's almost as if he was like a like a hot dude in 2012 yeah. or 13. And also, like, uh, 2011, he would have been, what, 19? Yeah, it's almost like he was a young hot dude. Yeah. I'm not saying that fat shaming it's is... Al- it's also, like, you know, uh, fat awareness i guess for a lack of a better term the the awareness of fact activism and what fact activism fights for really is only starting to scratch the surface of the mainstream like this year um in 2011 2012 unless you were like a fat activist you probably weren't really in the know also it was still okay to call people gay back then yeah <laughs> so i'm not yeah, i'm not the standing, tail end of that i'm not standing up for it i'm just saying yeah. it it was culturally a different time and he was also a shithead teenager i mean i was equally as stupid at 19 i I would i would say hey as long as you're not doing it right now you're okay yeah now racist now racist stuff no that's always been bad that's been bad for a long time but you know fat shaving and maybe calling someone gay in a derogatory way eh, depends on the timing yeah there there were different uh bars of social acceptability in 2011. I mean, and just how it was. Yep. So, uh, briefly, his filmography, a very short one. Uh, he did a bunch of short films from 2015 to 2018, and then 2019. Oh, this is for his film career, sorry. 2019, he did The Sun is Also a Star. Then 2020, he was in Bad Boys for Life as Rafe. Woo! <laughs> and then in 2020, uh, upcoming film in post production currently is Swing, uh, where he plays the role of Chris. Swing is an upcoming American drama film directed by Michael Mailer from a screenplay by, by Wojin Gaha. I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, that's all this little blurb uh, when I hovered over it says, and I don't really want to click on that link. But uh, 2014, he was on Glee as a model in the episode New New York. 2015 to 16, he was in American Horror Story Hotel as Mr. Wu for two episodes. And of course, Riverdale. He's also been in two music videos. In 2016, he was in Save My Soul Save My Soul by JoJo. Y'all remember JoJo? Uh, she's back with a hot new single jo- in 2016. Wait, the only JoJo I know is JoJo Siwa. No, no, no. Uh, JoJo, you know, uh, leave, uh, don't go, or whatever. She was, like, really popular in, uh, I was, what, high school-ish? So, like, around 2005, 2006. Uh, it was like a big deal because she was like also 13 at the time and then she disappeared for a while because I think she got screwed over by her uh, record label and then she came back in like 2016 and started making music again Mm, or Leave Get Out that's what her single was called Leave Get Out okay yeah yeah, I guess I'll eventually figure out what that is by looking it up sure here uh, don't worry he did another one in 2019 you'll recognize this one it's Break Up With Your Bro Break up with your girlfriend. I'm bored by Ariana Grande. Oh, he would fit very well in that song. I feel. Oh, he is the perfect fuckboy to be in that music video. Yep. yep. All right. Uh, so that is uh, Charles Melton, the one who replaced uh, uh, the other guy, <laughs> something Ross, um, <laughs> as Reggie. 
Man, we... I'm, I'm sorry, other guy. You really have like 20 lines total in season one. I'm I'm sorry, I don't remember your name. You're not as hot. I'm sorry. I mean, you're on Shazam, though. So really, who's winning here? He's, you know? he's not as hot, and he will probably be in other superhero stuff because he was in Shazam. Yeah. So really, you know, I'm allowed to say that because he's doing much better than me. Yeah. All right. Let's get into this fucking episode. This is season two, episode four, chapter seventeen. The town that dreaded sundown. All right. So, I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, is this the only time we get immediate consequences for a thing they done in the previous episode? You can't expect me to remember that, Jesse. The fact that you can't remember it means it's probably yes, because it's so weird that they actually get consequences for their actions. I mean, yeah, because typically the consequences happen uh, within the next 15 minutes. This thing, like, you know, they shot the homoerotic ISIS video. Yep. And then everyone watches it and they're just like, yo, that was kind of fucked up, dude. What you doing? Yeah. Uh, and so Jughead um, just listening out some serial killers as he checks out some books on them to research. Yeah, he, there was something about, you know, like the, you know, the Zodiac killer. The only thing I was thinking of, like, <laughs> Ted Cruz is on Twitter. You just need to read that, dude. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, every town with a serial killer has their own thing, you know, San Francisco had the Zodiac, da-da-da-da, and we have the Black Hood. And then the librarian asks him if it's research for school, and he's like, no, not really. And I don't know why you wouldn't just lie and be like, yes, it's for school, like. No, I'm just one of those uh, people who, like, jerk off to true crime stuff that I don't yeah. understand at all. I really don't understand people, true crime junkies. Like, come on, the world's bad enough. Why do you want to learn more about the bad stuff? Uh, also, the librarian did watch Archie's video. Well, I mean, obviously. Do you see all that grade-A teen meat? <laughs> <laughs> um, yep, yeah, and Jake has just talking about how the town has changed since the Black Hood. Now, people are afraid to be outside after dark. People are getting locks. It's no longer the nice little town it used to be. Uh, terror has come to Riverdale, even though, like, they also imply Riverdale's been a shithole this whole time. I don't know. <laughs> and also, apparently, to quote Jughead later, that it's not the sock hop town or something, the sweet sock hop it used to be or something like that. I don't know. I, I want them to just be, like, real, uh, you know, just tell us what it is, you know? <laughs> just, just tell what it uh, is and it's... repeat it. It's uh, Schrodinger's Riverdale. It is exactly as big and as old-timey as it needs to be for their plot. Yeah. So after the recap, we cut to um, Archie, and he's shooting at a hand-drawn target. And he realizes, hey, maybe if I actually am the gun, I could hit the target. And he hits it. Yeah, may maybe if I use two grips instead of acting like I'm on TV, or two hands to grip it, um, then I will actually have accuracy. <laughs> Yeah, it's almost as if having a solid grip is very key at getting yeah. a shot. Um, yeah. But, so that's it. Then we have, uh, we cut to uh, Hiram and Hermione and be like, yo, you should dump your boyfriend. Yeah, they're like, it's so irresponsible he's done. Um, and Hiram's laughing because he knows he's the one who... who planted that seed in Archie, but also there's a town hall meeting later to discuss this. 
Uh, yeah, this is just we're just kind of cycling through all the main families uh, and their reaction to what's going on these days. So now we're with the Coopers, uh, who are also upset because Polly's run away and Betty helped. Oh, and then Alice Cooper gets to have a big acting scene, which felt a little overwrought, but I mean, good for her for getting to act. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's okay. She was acting good. It's just that the other, and no one else in the scene was ma- matching her energy like even halfway, and it was just felt a little awkward. <laughs> Yeah, it's like maybe if Hal was also like looked even yeah, a they little. All, they upset. both just sort of sit there and watch her to do this big teary stand up, crying, shouting thing, and they just like yeah, they just sort of sit there. Like like Betty's just like damn, god damn it, mom. <laughs> yeah, uh, Alice Cooper being dramatic again, and now Fred's like, hey son, I noticed you made a homoerotic ISIS video. Please don't. Yeah. Which I feel like is a pretty good response. You know? Just, just don't. You know? Uh, he tells Archer to take it down. He's like, I already did, but people keep on reposting it. Uh, as Archer learns the valuable lesson, things on the internet are forever. <laughs> like, I was... Well, like, I was... I was thinking it was less of Archie learning a lesson and more of Fred learning a lesson. Because what lesson did Fred learn? To that, you know, you can't just put something up and take it down. Fred didn't put something up though. What? Why would Fred? No, learn no, that he lesson? would. He would learn the lesson that hey, I already took it down. Oh, but I can't because other people are reposting it. And so then we cut to the south, the serpent, South Side Serpent High, us, yes. <laughs> and. Sweet Pea has this janky ass like, because he's poor, Jesse. Well, I, I, yeah, he's a poor. Um, but like, I mean, I mean, even I think as a person who was a poor with a laptop that was barely staying together, I didn't have that much duct tape on it. No, 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 Jesse, you don't understand. He's he's a poor though. Oh, from the south side. Oh, okay, okay. So he's (laughs) so he's poor. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so, uh, Sweet Pea uh, calls the Black Hood a hero for targeting Northsiders in a level of animosity that really just isn't, like, uh, developed at all. Not present at any other point. In- <laughs> yeah, uh, one of the big problems, I think, with this season and the storyline is that uh, the show writers just never bothered to develop the South Side as a real place. And so, everything where people are like, oh, the South Side feels so unwarranted because it doesn't feel like you're like oh yeah the south side and then everyone's like fuck those guys and you're like but why what 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 did they do yeah. they're poor yeah it's um on, on both sides uh like i'm sure like if you had taken the time to kind of build the south side as a living place and see how these people live their lives in poverty and understand how that's because like the city budget is unevenly distributed or whatever um you know then you could be like, oh, I understand where Sweet Pea's coming from. But they didn't do that. They just, all we've seen from the South Side is, like, the high school, which looks shitty. And they're like, fuck the North Siders. I'm glad they're dead. And you're like, oh, okay. So. It's just bad riding people. <laughs> yeah, so after that, we get, like, a remix of Archie walking through the. Oh, yeah. The hallways of yeah. R- <laughs> Riverdale High. I feel like they were trying to do one of those. Um, ones on the on the YouTubes where they auto tune like a viral video to make a song, but they didn't want to pay to actually make a song like that. Yeah. <laughs> so they 
So and and uh, then uh, Veronica like confronts Archie, and she makes a very bad comparison because be like, yeah, well, you shouldn't have you should have made a Unabomber like message on a video or something like that. And the Unabomber was very anti-technology. He would not put it on the internet. <laughs> he would mail it to people. You dummy. Yeah. Um, and so then what he uh, Archie gets called into Weatherby's office and Weatherby's like, hey, stop this. And Archie's like, well, I don't know, chief. Um, and now Betty's got a serial killer letter that was addressed to her in some real serial killer font. Well, but no one else noticed. For all we know, that was written by Archie. <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, oh, yeah, true. Uh, here we go, Jess. Here's their scene with Kevin. So, okay, uh, so Kevin. Re- re-upped his membership to redstatemeat.com. Is that the website? Yes, that's the red website. Also, here's another thing. So, so you know, the whole last episode about, like, hey, you should stop mm-hmm. cruising thing. Okay. So, he, we, we got that done. But again, mm-hmm. he is a sophomore in high school, which means mm-hmm. he's 15 to 16, which means most dating sites have like a, you know, you need to be 18 plus type thing. Yeah. You know, most of them. Sure do. does. Um, you know, there's ways to get around it because it's ridiculously easily, but most of them do. So really all he's doing is trying to invite a bunch of people to do statutory rape to him. Yeah. Also, um, I don't know why they created a second website when they already established a grinder knockoff in this universe. Yeah. Also, also, uh, redstatemeat.com. It, do, do we think Kevin is a young Republican? I think he lives... Wait, does he live in a red state? Probably. Uh, if we're assuming this is like the Midwest, then probably. <laughs> See, why am I thinking... Okay, did they say they got this stuff in Montreal and shipped yeah. it, the drugs? Yeah. I'm really dumb. Where's Montreal? Is it the middle? I don't know where Montreal can Canadian listeners, please write in. We don't know where Montreal is. I mean, we could also just like, you know, use the internet. <laughs> I will never do this. I will never willingly learn anything about Canada. <laughs> so I guess the more important thing happening in this scene, even though we're really focused in on Kevin's life choices, and I think we should be, but also, I guess, tertiary to that, uh Betty got a letter from the Black Hood that says that she's the one who inspired her. Um, and then she says some real insane stuff right here. Well, I'll get to that in just a sec. So it says uh, her speech at the town hall inspired him, and that's why he's doing this. And he gives her a letter and then a cipher that's going to tell her the next place he's going to strike. Uh, Betty doesn't want to give the actual letter that says he inspired her to the police, because she's like, what if this is a test? What if he wants to see if I'm strong enough or worthy enough? Which is a fucking crazy sentence to say. Okay. So I did learn willingly learn something. Okay. Right now, and Montreal is a hop, skipping away from Vermont, New York, and Maine. Oh, mm. those aren't red states. New York's not a red state, but the the or no, none of those are. No, oh. none of them are. Vermont's like as liberal as liberal as you can yeah. get. Also, it wouldn't make sense for them to be up there because Veronica moved from New York, and kind of the whole thing was like they were going to get away from New York. Yeah, so so if they're so it get- has to be in the mid- so if they're getting their drugs from Montreal, why didn't they get it from Toronto? Like if it, if they lived in Michigan or something like that. But we don't mention hear anything about the lakes. Wisconsin? No, we'd still hear about the lakes because I feel like we would hear about the Great Lakes if they lived close to the Great Lakes, right? Yeah. Now, now I'm actually actually am googling this. 
so keep keep up on what's happening in the episode because I'm researching. <laughs> yeah. So we have so the next scene we have is uh, the team basically the whole football team got like put on pause because of Archie's bullshit and Reggie's just like my only my only personality is football and he kicks something and and Archie says like hey you guys were shirtless and with a hood so everyone would know hey this th- we're scary and also very homoerotic also I'm the only person that they want to go after on this and they also mentioned something about it was only north siders that were getting uh you know targeted for some reason, uh, Dilton is there because apparently he's an honorary like football team person. Yeah. Again, Dilton keeps on showing up for uh, these red circle meetings, even though everyone else, literally everyone else, is a football player. It's great. I, I like I like to think that Dilton just likes looking at like hot shirtless boys. Oh no, one hundred percent. Which I mean, you know, that's fine. That's fine. All right. So my research, of course, the show doesn't actually say where it is, uh, but a lot of evidence points to it being in New York. <laughs> <laughs> okay so did they just go to upstate new york is that where they're at yeah because yeah, uh <laughs> like from the, or the archie comics uh river riverdale is within rockland county there's only one rockland county in the entire united states and it's uh on the west side of the hudson river in new york so did they just okay we'll discuss it out of see that's not as much as happening but after okay. basically all the football team was just like, no, we're not doing this. We're going to fuck off. And then Dilton yep. is just like, yo, you should definitely kill the Black Hood, right? You should kill them. <laughs> right. Right. Dilton being weird. I, um, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you brought it up, but uh, Weatherby has like suspended the football team oh, until the red circle has been disbanded. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why they're like, we're out, bro. Yeah. Even though they changed their mind remarkably quick. Yeah. Well, it's because, you know, he didn't snitch. That's uh, important. Yeah. So then uh, uh, Veronica, we cut to Veronica confronting Hiram, being like, hey, you know how my boyfriend is extremely dumb and gullible? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, he's very dumb and very gullible. Like, if it wasn't for his abs, I don't know what he would do. You should stop yep. manipulating him. Right. He- yeah, because Archie mentioned when she confronted him about the ISIS video, being like, yeah, your dad said we need to take the fight to him. And Veronica's like, oh... Hey, Dad, Daddy. Hey, did you tell did you tell Archie to make a homoerotic ISIS video? I'm just like I, the thing. The great thing about Archie as 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 a boyfriend and stuff is that he can never hide anything from you. Yeah. Like you know, it's just like yeah, I'm de- I, I'm definitely having thoughts about cheating on you. What? Why'd you offer that up to me? I don't know. I just felt like I'm supposed to say what's on my mind. Oh, and here we have some more will they, won't they, Tony and Jughead. Yeah, it turns out that Tony is one of those people who yeah. really likes... She fucking loves crime. true crime. I'm, okay, can... Like, am I being, like, like weird for saying that I don't know why people like true crime so much? It feels like... Like, why do you want to know, like, why the world is, like, about... I... Honestly, care so little about true crime that I've never even bothered to look into like the people who like true crime, much less true crime itself. I just, I don't care. I, don't, <laughs> I just don't care. It bothers me after a certain point because there's people who like, like, be like, yeah, I'd let Ted Buddy fuck me and stuff. Oh like yeah, that. no, the weird, the ones who like find serial killers hot are fucking weirdos. Um, that goes without saying. But there are a lot of people who enjoy like 
true crime podcasts and shit. And I'm like, that's, I, I guess, I don't care. It, I don't want to live in this shitty world. I already ingest enough by just, like, trying to keep up with, with like, the news. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. But, but basically. Uh, yeah, uh. Jughead uh, ignores a call from Betty to talk to Tony because they both love true crime, and now they're going to figure out the cipher together. Yeah. <clears throat> and, apparently- and boy, it's going to be awkward here in a moment when Betty asks Jughead to work on the cipher with her. Yep. Because uh, basically, like... Also, also another thing, we had Tony reveal that uh, the South... Southside was being bashed by the register. Oh, yeah. Because, of course it was, because, you know. Yeah, and sorry, this this show really moves at a breakneck pace, so there's so many things that, like, I feel like we're shaping up. Also, the cipher got published in the register because, again, before consulting the police, because that's just how Alice Cooper rolls. Was that a thing established already, or is that something yeah. later? No, because uh, Tony showed the, the cipher to Jughead to show... That's how she knows about the cipher. Oh no, it gets revealed. Don't wait. No, it gets revealed later. Never mind. So now, yeah, so uh, we cut to Veronica um, joining um, joining Archie at his home. She walks in and kisses him, and she does a thing that is very that seems really weird. Like she kisses him and then wipes her uh, her finger on his lips, which feels very sexual I, for the show. I miss that. But... It feels very sexual for this show. I don't know why. Yeah. Just think except Maybe bit. she's got lip gloss on and she knows that he's got a frail male eagle who and he can't deal with shiny lips. <laughs> Maybe. Just looking out for him. Oh well, yeah, she doesn't Especially seem since to... he's about to go to the south side with a gun. Yeah, he's about to go to South Side with a gun and be like, he, yo. Archie's very stupid. He's very dumb. And Archie's pretty much Archie is now gonna be supported by Veronica with the word circle stuff yeah. because she doesn't like her father. Yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, he stops by at a surplus army store on the outskirts of town that Dylan tipped him off on um, in order to get some supplies, and he's got a fake ID. And you can tell that this is a shady a shady place because it not only does it have red lighting, but it also has green lighting in the back. No, no good lighting in this. Yeah. Also, apparently they sell dog repellent. Oh, that's the worst driver's license. Okay. Yeah. So Archie hands over the fakest fake ID ever. Um, and the shady dude is just like, yo, I'll get you some stuff. Yeah, he doesn't care. He's like, yeah, sure. Here you go. You going hunting? Yeah. And Archie's like, yeah, I am. You, uh, going hunting? Uh, yeah. Also, uh, that ID... That was one of the things they pointed out on the article. He's like, well, you know, we should be able to tell because Archie flashes an idea at one point. But tragically, the ID just says Town of Riverdale on it. <laughs> yeah, it's barely... It's like it's like an ID card if your ID card was... It looks like a student ID. No, yeah, it was. A, it looks like a student ID. Also, the thing um, was like w- Wilson Wilbur or something like that. Yeah, it was yeah, a real fake sounding name. Although Archie Andrews and... Jug I guess Jones. that's fair. I guess that's fair. Uh, so, the, yeah, uh, Betty comes over to Jughead's house before school, um, being like, let's work on it together. And Jughead's like, well, actually, me and Tony already started. And uh, Betty's like, let me guess, she loves serial killers. And Jughead says she does have an affinity for the darker side of things, because Jughead can't talk like a normal person, because he's so fucking weird. You know, he, he is weird. A weirdo. Yeah. 
Um, and then Betty being who she is says, let's have a study party then to work on this cipher together with me, you, Tony, Kevin can come too. It'll be great. Kevin, you know, it'll be fun because Kevin will be making people commit statutory rape with him. I, I can't get past that. He's supposed to be 15 to 16. Yeah. Um, and so in order to support Archie, Veronica has made custom t-shirts with a red circle on them. Um, and frankly, I don't think it looks good on the the uh, the cut of the shirt she has. The swoop I neck? think her, she's Archie's. yeah the swoop neck because um, it brings the circle a little too low. It's going into like the lower part of her abdomen. I don't think it looks great. But she's looped in the rest of the vixens because uh, they're popular. So if they hand out shirts, everyone will wear them. Yeah, the other like the other shirts are like V necks. It looks like and yeah. they work. They work better. Yeah. So then the target's actually like center mass instead of like on your stomach, which I think looks weird. Proportionally, I think it doesn't do you any favors. Also, like, if you were to be shot in the stomach, it's literally one of the most painful things you can feel. Yeah, it's, feel. it's much worse. And it makes you bleed out slower. Yeah. Uh, this is a weird scene. Uh, they're like, I can't figure this out. And uh, Tony's like, well, maybe you should loosen your ponytail. And Kevin calls her ponytail iconic and beyond reproach. Um, I feel like uh, Kevin should uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, it was like a very Cheryl line coming out of Kevin. <laughs> yeah, like maybe, and and Tony successfully bullies her to taking her hair down. Yeah. Um, and Betty keeps on talking about how it's just like on the tip of her brain. Uh, these symbols look so familiar, but she can't place them. Which is going to come up when she does realize where they're from. Yeah, you know, Tony pretty much points out, be like, "Well, how could we find out who he is? Like, he's like a forty. He's like a white man in his forties, like every other serial killer." Yeah. Uh, Tony, call, uh, Betty says that the Black Hood must have a connection to, I think, the South Side because he's targeting North Side or something like that. And Tony says, "There goes you with the fake news." This was filmed in two thousand sixteen. Um, and so they had to be topical. Um, yep, so here they're developing more of the friction where they're, uh, for some reason, uh, Tony thinks that Petty thinks that Black Hood must be a serpent. There are multiple gangs in, in the South Side, what about but apparently, the yeah, apparently the North Siders only know about the serpents. <laughs> or maybe if they visited the South, the South Side a little bit more, they would know about the ghoulies and they'd be like, yeah, that's probably it. Well, that even says there are more gangs, more drugs. So, like, it implies that they know there are multiple... But it's just like, yeah, the serpents, probably. We know who those are. <laughs> even though, like, it's well established the serpents don't deal hard drugs, don't really get into trouble. Uh, it's fucking... Whatever. Like, it's fine. Like, the serpents are basically, like, if you... They're basically... It's basically the uh, the biker gang that, like, your, your dad joins in his midlife crisis. Yeah. Anyway, Archie, um, the smart man that he is, is walking around the south side, tagging uh, random buildings with a red circle and spray paint. Very obviously, too. Well, I mean, he he's... We learn later do, being obvious on purpose. Because, well, um, again, he has a plan, it's just a very stupid one. <laughs> like, I just feel like he should have gotten a better nozzle for a spray paint can. Because, you know, if you're going like, to be doing uh, tags buddy. like that, you want to do it quick. <laughs> I mean, at, le at least he wasn't here in his letterman. 
And yeah, he gets a whole one circle done, and he gets caught on the second circle. Because he's taking fucking forever making this circle. Also, another thing, he's not wearing good shoes to run in. He's wearing trucks. Yeah. Should- Again, really... I feel like he's probably ahead of the game just because he's not wearing his Letterman, because last time he was in the South Side. <laughs> you know what? Every single time you remind me of how fucking dumb he is, I'm just like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, yep, so Sweet Pea and some friends come out of a nearby bodega, see Archie tagging stuff, uh, and they're like, hey, fuck you, bro. People live here. <laughs> um, and yeah, they're, you know, yeah, you're on our turf, and now we're gonna beat you up for trespassing or whatever. Actually, he doesn't even say that. He says, you know, why don't you run back to the north side before we beat your ass? Um, but then Archie's trying to pick a fight, so Sweet Pea pulls out a switchblade. So Archie pulls out a fucking gun. He's <laughs> like, who made a mistake, huh? Who made a fucking mistake? He's holding it sideways, too. Fucking fuck this guy, dude. Fuck him. You Archie's know, the worst. Fuck it. Fuck it. Hell. You know... Okay, like, if you had any fucking skill with disarming people, that's one of the weakest goddamn grips you could have on a pistol. Yeah. Like, like he... I mean, Sweet Pea is also, like, a 15-year-old, so I understand why he and his friends just left. <laughs> you know, you know, maybe, like, if you bought the gun from Dilton, he'd say, Hey, Dilton, I want to be able to shoot people real good. Can you shoot... Sh- yeah, Dilton do- does give lessons, you know? <laughs> can, can you give me two pieces of advice, please? Yeah. Um... Anyway, uh, Jughead and Betty fall asleep on Jughead's ha- couch. Um, Betty wakes up to her phone ringing and realizes that she's been accidentally dodging her mom's calls after her mom's big speech about how worried she gets whenever Betty uh, ignores her calls. Um, and now uh, Weatherby and Keller have interrupted science class to come arrest Archie. Also, just to remind you, their chemistry teacher is Mr. Phylum. Yep. Uh, again, must be a holdover from Archie Comics, because I can't imagine any other reason. <laughs> well, the other reason would be if they couldn't think of a name. I don't know. Anyway, Sheriff Cutter's like, yeah, hey, some people said they saw a Northsider running around Southside with a fucking gun. He had red hair, was it you? So you're the only other redhead in town now that Jason's dead. Yeah, I'm pretty like if, if we pretty we're pretty sure we would know it was Cheryl because she would announce it everywhere and say, "Hey, I'm tagging every place." Yeah. Cheryl would have been streaming it live on Instagram, so it's not her. Must <laughs> be you. Uh, so they demand to search his locker, and uh, very accurate to real life, they do not need his consent because it is school property. Yep. Um, they search it, but Archie and. His, Archie's one brain cell working overtime managed to remind him not to hide it in his locker, though they do find a hood. Uh, but that's just the one that Reggie used to prank him, and he explains that to them. Yeah. <clears throat> this is a very blue scene for some reason. I don't know why. You know, they, they, they're doing a lot of weird, like, lighting. Actually, I, I do know. I, th- I think this is supposed to be, like, right around dusk, because right after this scene... Oh, sorry, this is Archie and his dad talking about what happened at school that day. Um, uh, I think it's supposed to be around dusk, because the town hall meeting is, like, right after this, except for... Uh, and they're, they're doing a day for night, because when Fred opens the door, it's daylight outside. Like, um, I feel like they're normally way better at, like, the lighting yeah. and stuff. It's weird. Yeah, Maybe it was, they had it to was do probably th- a little rushed. 
Yeah, maybe they had to do rush this one out for some reason. Yeah, maybe they had to reshoot this scene or something. Um, yeah, as you can see, it's you can tell it's bright daylight outside, even though this, they make it look like it's maybe sunset uh, inside. Um, yeah, but Fred says uh, basically it's like, hey, and Archer's like, maybe I do want to be a target. Get get the guy, and Fred's like, don't be fucking stupid. He's a serial killer. Don't he'll kill you. It's the long and short of that scene. Yeah, I think they did another uh, day for night scene earlier in this episode where Jughead was checking stuff outside. Possibly. Yeah. Okay, we got to uh, Veronica and Hermione talking to each other. Where Hermione is basically like, yo, being loyal to your man, that's cool. But being blindly loyal, that ain't cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that's pretty much the whole scene. Like, it's just... This is just, hey, Veronica goes through a couple of, uh... She switches her mind back and forth episode. She's normally, like, pretty... Way more, like, steadfast in her beliefs. Yeah. Uh, And then to continue trying to justify this weird blue light everything shot in, we had some nice stock footage of a thunderstorm. (laughs) Uh, be like, hey, it's cloudy and rainy outside. That's why it looks so blue. Well, they do... Uh, It's fine. We do get a, a... a pretty good fight later on in this. Yeah. We'll talk about that when I... I have some words about that. <laughs> I have so many things to say. Um, now Jughead... Oh, uh, Betty left her notebook at Jughead's place, and while he was picking up, the note fell out from the Black Hood, so Jughead's confronting her about that. Jesus Christ, I'm... Sorry. Let me mute that, uh... My Facebook mod chat is going off. Because uh, I'm a mod on Facebook for a group. I don't know why people keep giving me mod positions. I don't do any work. I mean, if, if I want... I guess I should revise that. I don't understand why mod groups on Facebook always need a fucking group chat. Just ban people. I don't care. It's not that deep. It's Facebook. Um... This scene's still going on? This, Did I miss anything? This scene goes on for a very long time. They're basically wow. just recapping, like, yo, everyone's kind of spooked right now. Yeah, uh, finally we get to that point where uh, Jughead calls her Nancy Drew meets the girl with the dragon tattoo, and Betty's like, Nancy Drew, of course! One of my touchstones! A totally normal thing that normal people say. She says, "What if the, this, the cipher is about one of my touchstones. A normal thing normal people say. Okay, wait, wait, wait. What if the what if the hood is uh the black hood is Hal? What if? I don't know. Um and then Archie crawls Veronica being like, I need a favor, and that favor is for her to go to the locker room and dig the gun out of the toilet tank. Uh which I don't know why he was hiding the gun at school. To begin with, and why in the locker room? Very confused about this. Well, the locker room is just a place that a lot of people would have access to. Yeah. You know. And again, he doesn't need it at school. Why did they bring it to school? Like, I don't know. And then Veronica's like, hey, Archie, what the fuck? Which is, I feel, very valid question. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And then here's where Archie explains his grand master plan, which is, I started the Red Circle and then tagged up the South Side to try to lure out, to antagonize and lure out the Red Hood so I could fight him. 
Like, I'm, and then I was going to shoot him with my gun. I was going to find him. He was going to come out and be like, hey, I'm going to shoot you. And he'd be like, oh, no. Hey, you the homoerotic ISIS guy? Fuck you. And then I was going to shoot him in the face. Yeah. And then Veronica's like, hey, you fucking dipshit, dumb motherfucker. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <clears throat> and Archie's like, it doesn't matter what happens to me, which is an insane thing to say when your dad's still alive. Like, that's a line you get when, like, you've lost everything. Archie hasn't lost anything, nope. except for maybe his, like, peace of mind. Well, like, I think he lost his idea of safety. I think that's Yeah, but, like, like, that's not, like, that, why would that turn you to a nihilist that doesn't matter, care about your own safety? Like, your dad is still alive. Your dad loves you and, like, wants you to be safe. Why the fuck would you be like, it's fine if I die? Yeah, that was Joe like, Kent was saying that. That'd be yeah, a he's got first. friends, he's got his parents... He's got a girlfriend. He's got so much to live for. I don't understand why he'd be like that. Anyway, the bulldogs show up with pizza being like, we're back in. Yeah, we're back in. You didn't snitch on us. Uh, we're, we're cool now. Yeah. Rad. Uh, specifically, he didn't snitch on Reggie with the hood. Uh, and now we're at the town hall where I am going to count this as Alice Cooper walking in and saying some bullshit, even though she was already in here. I think this is pretty close. This is the closest we're going to get for a little bit. Because uh, the mayor opens it up uh, to the floor and she immediately pops up like that to start spewing some bullshit. So I think it counts. Yeah, I would count it. Yeah. It, it's really about that, like, the second she can, entering into a conversation and, and just going off at 100. And that's what... It, so she didn't technically burst into the room, but I feel like she burst into the into the scene. Yeah. Uh, um, and now <laughs> the serpents, uh, I guess, just know where Archie lives and uh, showed up being like, it's payback for that gun. Uh, I do like this. <laughs> Reggie opens the door wide. It's like, you got really crap timing, bro. <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, like, the entire football team is here right now. I really do like Reggie. Reggie is so... He's, right. Oh, my God. He's just... Just a singularity of, like, a smug asshole. Yeah. He's fun. He's so great. Um, And so, Archie's like, yeah, I will fight you if you want to fight. Which, when he said that line, I thought it was kind of implying, like, him and Sweet Pea were just going to brawl. Um, turns out not to be the case, but they all agreed to no weapons. Uh, and now we're going to cut briefly to, uh, Betty in the library pulling out a Nancy Drew book that she apparently checked out obsessively when she was a kid. And it's a book all about secret codes. So that's where the cipher's from. And here comes Alice Cooper immediately uh, talking about how it is the South Side's fault. <laughs> Um, and then she goes on to suggest, why don't we close down Southside High and give that money to the police department? <laughs> Again, an insane thing to say. Okay, I can't... Like, that's a very... Okay, that's that's a very, like, privileged thing to say. But she's basically like, why don't we make the economically impoverished area more economically impoverished? Yeah, e even, even within the, like, classist, uh, just garbage she's spewing out, specifically saying... We should shut down their high school to give the money to the cops is, like, an insane thing to say. Like, I understand saying, like, uh, you know, we should reallocate more of the city's budget to the police. 
that feels like a very, you know, middle-class suburban white woman thing to say. But to specifically say, fuck the South Side, close down their high school. It's like, what the fuck? It's, it's like... She goes, she goes like from 100 to like a thousand, like so quickly. Um, and again, there's no evidence pointing to it being a Southsider. They just all have decided it must be, including Archie. Um, yeah, and here, here we're intercutting Alice's speech with uh, the brawl that's about to shoot between the bulldogs and the serpents. They drove off to like not even a parking lot. It looks like just a street. They all left Archie's house. They're fighting in the front yard, like I assume they would. They have gone to some nondescript uh just road and now they're gonna fight on this road in the middle of a storm all of them together and sweet pea is so tall like archie yeah. who is a very tall person it, uh, like, too bad archie fucking one punches him out of the fight yes yeah, sweet sweet pea uh is the as tough as someone nicknamed sweet pea normally is and then um, Alice tries to bring in Fred Andrews being like, he got shot. You know, where, where's our safety? And Fred's like, the issue's not the South Side. It's the serial killer. And we should be working together to find out who that is. And then Alice Cooper basically calls him a huge pussy. Soy boy bitch. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> look, at this, look at this soy boy beta cuck. No yeah. wonder his wife doesn't, isn't living and with him. And apparently um, this town of NPCs, are much like Archie, are just swayed by whoever spoke last. Because at first they were like, all like, yeah, Alice is right, fuck this outside, what the fuck? And then uh, Fred immediately, uh, immediately after Fred says, no, we should work together, they're like, they're all like, yeah, we should work together, that's right, we're all, we're all neighbors. And then thankfully this nonsense scene is interrupted by uh, Betty and Jughead breaking the cipher and rushing and saying, The Black Hood's coming here! And the power goes out, and Arch or Betty pulls the fire alarm to get everyone to leave. Which I don't understand why someone running in saying, The serial killer is coming here to murder someone wouldn't, you know, convince you to leave. At that point, <laughs> you had to wait for the fire alarm. Also, um, so Sweet Pea, is it with Sweet Pea? Yeah. Yes. Sweet Pea gets up, and some kid pulls out a blade. And Yeah, I thought Dilton pulled out the blade, but then later, Dilton's the one that has it stuck in his leg. And we established that Sweet Pea has a switchblade, even though Sweet Pea was busy kicking Archie, so I don't... <laughs> also, also, um, that's not a switchblade. That's just a regular, like, pull, pull-out blade. Like, switchblade you can open with a flick. That's true. So did Dilton stab himself in the leg? I don't know. Um, yeah, but Veronica kept the gun and fires it into the air, a very responsible thing to do, and everyone scatters. Um, now, Art, uh, Reggie is driving, uh, Dilton to the hospital, and he's prepping Dilton to be like, what are you going to say when they ask you about this? And he says, uh, Dilton replies, a bunch of Southsiders jumped me for no reason and stabbed me. <laughs> Which, you know, a fine thing to say when everyone's already ready to, you know, like, go attack the Southside. I mean, they're teenagers. I guess it's fine to not think anything through. I just... I don't know. That whole thing was just... It felt it felt like someone just read The Outsiders and be like, yeah, the preppies <laughs> versus the greasers. Uh, and so now uh, we're back at Archie's place and Veronica's patching up Archie's cuts and bruises. He's shirtless. Um, and they're talking. And then Fred Andrews is going to come up the stairs to talk to Archie. 
spot him shirtless with Veronica, and I guess just assume they're about to have sex, and, and like, it's like, oh, okay, and turns around and leaves. Like, like, I don't know if that's a good move as a dad or not, but it's definitely <laughs> a move. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, another thing, though, that I would um, like to point out, this would be, I think, the third time Veronica had sex with Archie while he was injured. Uh, he wasn't injured the first time, was he? I thought he was. Didn't he have a broken hand first time? No, that was the second time, right? Okay. Uh, yeah, I think they had sex before the, the Cheryl thing. Okay. Well, well, either way, I think Veronica might have like a Nightingale complex thing where she just yeah, wants to like, I could, I could see it. take care of him. Yeah, I, I would believe that. Archie needs taken care of. You know, it, uh, also, um, we know that Archie's room has a door, so that Fred scene also implies that they were doing this with the door open, which is again, which I, I mean, as a teenager, like you yeah. need to at least come up with that. Like, hey, right. I'm I'm here shirtless alone with my girlfriend who is very willing to fuck. Yeah. Also, I'm covered in cuts and bruises. So, like, you know, maybe I don't want my dad to see that. Uh, but they were about to have sex with the door closed until Veronica thinks of something. Um a weird thing to think of, which is, we need to go get rid of this gun, it turns out. Yeah, also another thing, she was in her, like, uh, little Black Riding Hood hood cloak thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she's got a cape. Yeah. Uh, anyways, they throw the, the gun into Sweetwater River. Um, which is fine. And that's, like, kind of the end of the episode. I don't think anything else happens here. No. Yeah, uh, Jughead says it's no longer the town with the pep. It is now the town that dreaded sundown. Which I guess is fine. But I thought it was always a shithole, dude. Yeah, like, again, fucking, the writers don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like, like, just tell us, tell us what it is. Just what. Oh, right. And then uh, the stinger we end on is Betty getting a phone call from an unknown number, and it's the Black Hood. He's like, you up? Yo, what what you doing? (laughs) <laughs> hey you up <laughs> and that's the episode yeah just it's just really a... yep <laughs> a lot. yes it is oh apparently you can get this uh, you can get Spanish dub of this oh fun yeah uh you know Jesse I haven't I haven't checked in with you recently who's your favorite character these days Ah, uh, see, I wanted to be Cheryl, but Cheryl's been very quiet lately. Mm, yeah. Um, see, I still, I still like Jughead a lot. Like, he's just a okay. He's a fucking dork. Um, and, yeah, I love me some dorks. Um, okay. But I don't know. It's kind of hard to say, really. At the moment, I think actually, I think Reggie's my favorite. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> no, like, like Reggie. Reggie is a rising star. Yeah, um, that's why they make him made him an official regular by season three. Because he is just, like this. This kid's got chops. Because like he 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 adds the spice that Cheryl normally adds. Yeah. Um, which you know is is great. I just wish we had more Cheryl. He he is the Wario to Archie's Mario. Uh, and the fact that he is also very fucking stupid and hot, but he's kind of a scumbag with it instead of being just a pure good boy. Well, okay. Does that does that mean Sweet Pea is Jughead's uh, Waluigi? 
I love that Jughead's uh, Luigi in this situation. Uh, maybe. Well, because we know that Luigi is actually the better one out of the two. Yeah. I, I don't know that Snoopy's really been positioned as, like, the same kind of thing as Jughead, other than being a serpent, though. You need you need another weirdo, you know? You need someone who's so weird, um, um, but in, like, an evil way. Because we know, we know who's uh, Wabetti. It, it's it's <laughs> right. It's <totally. laughs> Maybe the Black Hood is uh, the Waluigi to Jughead. So, I mean, think about it. Have you ever seen him without this hood? That's weird. <laughs> That's so weird. That is very weird. Uh, well, eventually we'll find the uh, the Wall Jughead. Right. Keep an eye out. All right. As far also, as these also, AUs go. So, so oh, also, go I like that you. Uh, I also like that you. Uh, also uh, think that Wario is hot as well. Just in a scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I'll, I'll own that. Uh, all right. So I've got our three AUs to choose from today. They are uh, Hippie's AU, which I think we might have already passed on. So I might reroll that one. A not-human AU and a show business AU. You know we want to do the non-human one. All right. Let's do it. What does that mean? Well, it's a very broad subject, so let's just find... Do we just want to do a furries AU this time? <sighs> See, I don't want to do a furries AU per se, because the furries AU will come up at some point. Eventually, yeah. But let's make this like a... Uh... Let's make this like an animal AU. Like, not a furry AU, but they're like actual animals. Okay, but... My concern is that we're going to do this, and then when we get to the furry AU, we already know all their animals, and it's just going to be the same thing, well, but no, they're no, animals no, this no, time. No, 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 They're all the same animal. I'm thinking of, like, a Watership Down thing. Oh, they're all the same animal? Yeah, they're all the okay. same. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, what animal are they, Jesse? Hmm. See, I said Watership Down, and I immediately want to say rabbits, but... No. Well, hold on, they can't all be the same animal, sorry. The serpents all, are all snakes. Oh, oh. Let's get that straight. Okay, the serpents are snakes. Well, what, what, what can coexist with snakes without them being eradicated? I mean, they, it doesn't have to follow the rules, the rules of the natural world. Well, let's, let's, make, let's make a Riverdale. Let's make them field rats. Like, uh, the Northsiders are field rats and the Southsiders are snakes. I I feel like then we're getting into some weird dynamics, those Zootopia dynamics, you know, where like, uh, oh, this is an allegory for thing, except for the oppressors are actually totally correct because the oppressed class actually can and will murder them, uh, you know? But the thing is, they have to be snakes. That's okay. What about this? We have we have a bunch of foxes. Okay. That's the Northsiders. And the Southsiders are serpents. Okay. So they're like kind of equal. They're kind of equal. Yeah. Like they could both hurt each other, but they're not to the point where like they're predator, like now, predator prey. Do we want to make the football players bulldogs? Well, why don't we, why don't we make them dogs? Why don't we make all the Riverdale people just like normal ass dogs? Okay. They're just all dogs. That works. Yeah. They're just all dogs. And the football players are just bulldogs. Yeah. That, that works okay. We've got that settled. Yeah. Um, 
So how does this break down then, as far as the plot? Uh, so, uh, well, well, there was a very homoerotic ISIS video shot by a bunch of dogs. Yeah, they're just like I will, I will hunt you down. Okay. Yeah. Um, Perfect. So we have, so we have that. Um, also, I like to establish that Jughead is a serpent that was raised mm-hmm. by a bunch of dogs. Right. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah, naturally, yes. Because we need to put that in, obviously. Because Jughead's a serpent, even though he's more of a dog. Yeah. God, him pushing back on uh, being a serpent looks a lot dumber in our version. (laughs) It does. (laughs) Well, you know, animals are, you know, animals get raised by other animals all the time. Sure, yeah. You know? Sometimes cats get raised by dogs, and they're just like, I'm like a dog. Um... Uh... Okay. So, but how? How? Okay. So we need to break this down a little bit. Um, so what's the first thing? Okay, what's the first uh, storyline? So we have the red circle stuff. Right. So we have we have all the bulldogs. They they make a they make a a call out video. <laughs> to, yep. Uh, which I don't know how you do a homoerotic thing as a dog, but they do it somehow. Just all of them are rock hard. <laughs> just red rockets, uh, um, and they and the all of them are in all of them are in uh, little doggy masks, except for adorable, sure, okay, <laughs> except for Archie, who is who is like this kind of skinnier than the rest of the dogs, more like Rarchie, Rarchie, yes, um, and and it turns out that that has consequences because everyone watched it on the dog internet. Or animal yes. internet in Riverdale, um, and on Animal Planet. Yep. Yep. On a, yep. Uh, so we have so the head principal, I mean the principal, uh, Mr. Weatherby, mm-hmm. and the sheriff are just like, "Yo, stop it!" Multiple right. points. And Archie with his. Do we want to make Veronica Guns? a different animal <laughs> since she comes from New York? Uh, sure. What if she's a pigeon? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? (laughs) You know, I'm thinking pigeon or rat. I don't know why, (laughs) you know. Um, but, no, Veronica is just like, hey, that's dumb. But then she later goes, hey, this is okay. I'm gonna make a bunch of little doggy shirts for everyone. Uh, They'd be collars, I think. Oh, a a lot of little collars. Doggy collars. The red circle. Yeah. Okay, so, oh man, they, she wouldn't even have to make like a little tag; it could just be a red collar, and then there's the circle. Oh, That'd be cool. Anyway, could be. Uh, so, like all of that tracks. Um, then Archie takes his dog gun and goes to the south side. Like, what? What is the equivalent of a gun in in this scenario? I guess is what we're looking for. What is it? Um. See, all I can think of is just a dog holding a knife. That's sure. dangerous. You know, just a dog holding a sword. Because you can't really do a gun with with a, with a dog. It'd be hard. It'd be really hard. Unless you had, like, a really elaborate, like, trigger system where they could press something. And it... I was just thinking, like, he'd have, like, a vest and the gun is mounted <laughs> on the back of that. And there's a series of pulleys that, like, connect to his mouth. So when he, like, jerks his head up, it, you know, pulls and pulls the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that. 
it, it's really hard to shoot people, but you know, he, he wants to. Especially when you're hunting snakes. <laughs> but I think you might just be better off biting them, but... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he could just have... Oh, wait, what about this? He has a little mm. cover thing that, like, makes his sheet... His teeth sharper. Okay, like, it's sure. like dentures. It's like, yeah. Or grills. Or you're grills. thinking of grills. It's grills, basically, yeah. It's grills. Yeah. They, they get grills, and that's what... That makes them more dangerous. Okay. And then instead of spray painting stuff, he's just peeing on things. Exactly, just peeing on things. And so he gets in a he gets in a little fight with some serpents. They're just like, "Yo, why people live? Why are you doing this? This is very dumb." Yeah. And he just he pulls out he pulls out his grill and say, like, and they're just like, yeah. "Don't bite my head off, bro." And then yeah, they run. There's a lot. A lot happens in this episode. A lot happens in this episode. I'm exhausted. I mean, like some of it just goes one for one. Like Betty getting a letter and then having to figure out the cipher. That's just one to one. It doesn't matter if she's a dog or not. Like, yeah, yeah, that plays out the same. So we don't have to worry about that. Uh, Veronica confronting her dad again plays out the same. As pigeons, uh, they're all pigeons. Yes. Yeah. Um, the town hall. I mean, plays out the, p- the same. I think. I think the scene where they do the. Uh, where they do the uh, um, cipher party thing would be different because it'd be two snakes and two dogs. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I, but I mean, they're just talking; they don't do anything in this scene. I mean, it's just a fun thing to imagine. Yeah, you know, you'd have to retool the ponytail line. I guess that'd be like the only thing. Well, you know, you could give a dog a ponytail. I guess. Yeah, yeah she could be like a Yorkie. Dogs. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, she'd be All like right. a Yorkie. Yeah, I, I think everything else plays out the exact same from this point on. Yeah, it's just... I mean, I guess the fight was a little different. Yeah. Uh, I guess. I mean, it's just... I, I can't describe a fight when it's people in this audio <laughs> format, so I don't really know what to do with animals. Yeah, they, they fight like animals do, I guess. Yeah. And we could have a... Uh... Instead of a knife, it's a fang in the leg. Like yeah. maybe Dilton shies away, like jerks away, and it has like a fang. And yes, sure. they they take him to the vet, and they're just like, "What do you say? A bunch of snakes bit me." <laughs> and then they technically yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. Also, All right. also, why was Dilton in that fight? Why did I like? Again, because he's part of the red circle, even though everyone else in the red circle is just the football team. Okay. You know, he's supposed to be the weirdo with a gun. Wait. Yeah. No, no we, we got the Waluigi for... The wall, oh my god, the wall, you're so right. You're so right. The oh Waluigi, no. The Waluigi is for Jughead is Dilton. Yeah, it's Dilton. It's 100% Dilton. Uh, we will map the entire uh, the entirety of the Mario franchise onto Riverdale. No, we won't. Yeah, we will. We're already so close. No, we are. There are so many Mario characters. I know. We're already so close to getting the main roster that we can branch out. Like the like the Yoshi. Who, who would be the Yoshi? It'd be Archie's dog. It would be. It would definitely be. It'd be uh, Rex. Uh, and, um... You mean I Vegas. Think, I, think, I think Peach. I think Peach, even though she is technically... Even though Betty's technically dating... 
Joker. Yeah, I mean, it's Peach because she's blonde and Betty's blonde, and also the, like, whole Archie-Betty thing is, you know, endgame, uh, even though the show is subverting that. Yes, that's Peach, which makes Veronica Daisy. Who is the better out of the two, we, anyway, you know, <laughs> obviously. Um, and, uh, and Bowser, and so far, who would be Bowser? I hate this. I hate this. <laughs> Uh, I think Bowser would be... I mean, Bowser would be the Black Hood because the Black Hood's invested in Betty. Uh, yeah, it would be. Mm. No, see, the thing is, I think Bowser would be Cheryl somehow, but it doesn't map that well. Nope. No, Cheryl's Bowser. Yeah. Yeah, she's Bowser. Which means Cliff. No, Cliff Cliff was Bowser. That tracks too, no. yeah. <laughs> see, it works the more we go into it. I don't want to be here anymore. Jesse, give me a recommendation. Well, uh, I have a musical representation. Uh, representation, yeah. No, recommendation. Mm. Uh, it's something that I linked to you during the last D&D session, but it's a song that I have to listen to most repeatedly. It is a song that is advertised for a semi-fictional <laughs> integer drink that is no longer available called Hey... Uh, and it's, uh, it's called Hey Cutie by Cutie. And I've, it's basically just a bop, and it was literally just made as a corporate stunt for Red Bull. And, but it's a bop. Okay. So, so listen to it. It's, you know, it's real dancey. And uh, if you like uh, the genre of, or the producer, PC music, it's very that. Okay. Uh, as for myself, uh, I really have not. I don't got a lot going on. I guess uh, Keeple and the Age of the Wonder Beast Season 3 dropped today uh, as we're recording. So check that out, I guess. Uh, I've already recommended that, I think, two other times on this podcast. Well, I don't... Like, I thought they had a pretty conclusive ending. The last uh, season. season 3 is their last season. Well, I thought uh, the last season had a pretty conclusive ending. No, does they introduce, like, there's spoilers for Keeple and the Age of the Wonder Beast. Skip ahead another two minutes if you don't want to hear this. Uh, no, they established, like, there's a whole nother human colony, and I think her dad's still been kidnapped. She didn't get her dad back at the end of it, she got everyone else back. Okay. Uh, it felt like a pretty final thing, last episode, last station. They, they planned out for three seasons, so this is the final season. Okay, well, I'm, I'm not complaining, I like it. It's a pretty good show. Then I guess the other thing, uh, I will recommend, since I've already kind of recommended this before, is, uh, I started playing, uh... Uh, Super Hot Mind Control Delete, which is like the expansion, I guess, to Super Hot, which I got. I don't remember if I bought this or if I got it with. Uh, I don't know if I impulse bought this months ago or if I, it came with the base game because I had that. I own the base game, but uh, super fun. I love Super Hot. Uh, if you don't know what Super Hot is, it's a video game where uh, it's a first-person shooter, but the gimmick is that uh, time only moves when you move. So it's like this sort of weird pseudo bullet time uh, where you can take it's basically like a puzzle game disguised as a uh, FPS. Yeah, it's and super good. It makes you feel so fucking cool when you play it. Yeah. You feel like such a badass when your plan works out. Yeah, because like, uh, it also has a really fun feature where you can make a gif of the level because again, like you're moving oh, at right. m- like maybe like a tenth of a second at a time. Yeah. So like, like by the time you're done with level if you plan it out well enough, it just, like, it looks like you're just, like, in, like, you're John Wick, basically. Yeah. 
Exactly. It's basically John Wick Simulator. You feel like such a badass. Yeah, and playing in VR is amazing. I've heard. I, I really want to try like, it in VR. Like, because I, I played in VR and just, I, I went from, like, loving shooting the guns to, like, running up to people and, like, punching them and grabbing their stuff and yeah. hitting them and across the yeah. head and stuff. It's real good. Um, yeah, and Mind Control Delete adds uh, a uh, a kind of, like, upgrade feature. There's a bit more of an RPG element to it. Uh, you get, like, power-ups, basically, every so many levels randomly. Um, it's, it's, uh... It, Basically, you have, like, a map of nodes that you enter through, and then each node has, you know, like, five levels, and uh, as you complete those levels, you get power-ups. Uh, you get to choose between two that they randomly assign you. Yeah. Um, that do things, to, you know, like faster reloads, or, uh, you know, uh, when you throw objects, they explode, just a bunch of random shit. Um, yeah. But yeah. And game as a whole, super fun. I'm playing the expansion right now, loving it. Probably going to play some more after this call. Uh that's my recommendation. Yeah, it's one of those. So, it's one of those games that has like almost infinite replay because you can be like no guns this time or yeah. whatever. You can set yourself like ar- weird arbitrary rules. Yeah, it's very and fun. It's, it's very, it's fun very good. Yeah, you can play catch right, this I, hand on, catch these hands only mode. <laughs> um, I believe it is my turn to sign us out. So uh, let me just say, uh, fuck them poor. So they don't deserve to go to school. Yep, fuck them. Bye. So you're a tough guy, like you really rough guy. Just can't get enough guy. Just always so puff guy. I'm that bad type, make your mama sad type, make your girlfriend mad type, might seduce your dad type. I'm the self-identify as a loner, not a pack animal. <laughs>